0: And uh, welcome to the first episode of Man vs Reality. Um, I'm Jay. I'm the host. And yeah, so uh, here we go. Cool. Um, this is something that I've been looking at doing for quite a while, but I couldn't really decide how to do it and what I wanted to do. Um, there's plenty of YouTube channels and there's plenty of podcasts where people just sit there shouting their opinions right in your face about every single thing that's going on in the world. So I didn't really want it to be another one of those. Um, It might end up being, I don't know, Um, it's going to be your opinion at the end of the day. But uh, yeah, we shall see. So um, yeah, depends on how you take this in, uh, what you're going to get from it. It's a podcast and it's uh, going to be a channel on YouTube. You're probably going to get more if you watch the videos on the YouTube side, as I'll go on to explain in a few minutes when I try and describe what I'm uh, going to try and do with this podcast. Yeah, so um, yeah, first a little bit about me. I wanted to do this as kind of a, uh, a disclaimer. I think um, telling you more about myself and telling you more about like what I believe and that kind of thing will, um, well, the reason that I'm doing it will all come to light when I actually tell you what the podcast is about. Um, yeah, so I'm Jay. I am sat here in my garage in Manchester with a fly buzzing round, which is going to get really annoying after a bit. Um, I am a car mechanic, uh, an auto-electrician. At the minute, my job is uh, driving around the UK, fitting speed limiters um, to different vehicles all over the place. Um, I'm only really telling you that so you can know that I don't have a vested interest in anything. No one's really, really paying me to say anything or do anything to do with this podcast, so I'm not going to be doing any favours. That is unless it really takes off and somebody comes on and we get some sponsorship, and then I will just sell out straight away like that, like, because, you know, money, people have got to eat. Yeah, I'm probably one of the most left-wing guys that I know. Uh, I believe that no matter who you are or where you're from, you should have the right to live however you want, wherever you want, and be able to do whatever you want, even if you need support from that. Um, I believe that healthcare should be nationalised, a lot of national transport and a lot of other things should be nationalised. Yeah, so basically quite a big hippie i mean stuff like that doesn't really seem that bad when you say it out loud but there are a lot of people who hate the fact that i do that which is why i'm telling you now which is why i'm being honest because if i do something on this podcast or on this video that people don't like the first thing that they're going to pull up is that i'm biased in some way or another and that's that's not the idea of it. um so as you can see when you're watching the video you can be be able to see my computer screen and that's the whole idea of it so what I want to do is I want to take a subject every single week or uh, a couple of times, a month maybe, depending on how many, how much free time I get, how much time I find to actually do one of these. And I'm going to go through and try and find the truth about that subject, about as much truth as I can. So as you can see right now, you're going to be able to do all that with me. Um, I'm on uh, Chrome at the minute. Personal preference more than anything else, and I'm on Google because Google's best search engine in the world, isn't it? It's the only thing that's a doing word as well as a uh, as a noun. (laughs) What's a doing word? So it's a vowel, isn't it? That's right. You'll notice that my English isn't too good, so choosing to do a podcast on a video show where it's basically going to be me reading off internet sites should be quite interesting. I hope you can uh, put up with what a dumb fuck I am most of the time. Yeah, so that's it basically. Like I say. I wanted to do something like this where we can find the truth of it and it's no use me doing that unless I've got proof of how I've done it. So my theory is record the whole thing. Obviously, if you're just listening on a podcast, you're not going to be able to see what I do. So I'm going to have to try and remember when I'm doing these to read out whatever websites I go to and obviously if you're really interested in the subject and you do want to go over to the YouTube page, you'll be able to see what I'm doing as I'm doing it. So I've not rehearsed any of this, as you could probably tell by my inane rambling that's going on already. I did have a little screen up here, which had um, a load of interesting stuff on some notes on the other side, which is not on the recording at the minute, um, just to tell me like where I need to be going and what I need to be doing. But it seems to have disappeared for some reason, which is very annoying. Um, see if we can get it back, but no yeah just a bit of a guide really to tell me what I want to talk about but I was thinking it'd be good um for this first episode if we could establish like a baseline for how I'm going to do all the rest of the episodes I was planning on sitting here for maybe 45 minutes maybe an hour at most per subject and going through it and describing what I'm doing and obviously showing you what I'm doing if you're watching the video um yeah so you would be able to do everything so you'll be able to uh, see everything as I'm doing it so I can be completely open and honest. Which is why I was telling you about myself and about what I do and what I believe before I did this because I wanted to set this podcast show or whatever you want to call it up in a way that meant it didn't really matter who was hosting it because you can see what I'm doing on my computer right in front of me and because you've got the same internet at home, if you want to check all the stuff that I'm doing, you can do that as well straight away. So... It doesn't really matter who I am or what I'm saying or whether you believe the same thing that I do. We're going to find out the same shit on the internet. Hoping that I get proved wrong on a few things. Um, Like the whole reason that I was doing it is because it it popped into my head that there's really only two ways to be right all the time. Um, And there shouldn't be. There should only be one way. But in this day and age, there's only two ways to feel that you're right all the time and that is um, just to ignore all the facts and just shout as loud as you possibly can, or to change your mind with the facts when they're presented to you, which is what this is going to be about. We're going to be presenting as many facts as we can and trying to find the truth in whatever subject we cover throughout the week. So, like I say, this first show, I really wanted to just establish a baseline that I can work to through uh, all the rest of the show. So they've got at least a, like a little bit of a format and uh, something that we can actually do. Let's get rid of that. Yeah, something that we can actually do and um, stick to, kind of like the rules for the show. So um, for me, the best way to prove anything that's true is to do it via the scientific method because the scientific method goes through the exact same process for everything, no matter what it's looking at, and it comes out with completely impartial results. Um, And then, obviously, those results then go on to be peer-reviewed and tested by other people who know what they're talking about, which is why I'm recording everything, which is why I'm talking. Um, So you can be my peer reviewer at the end of the day. So if we find out something and you know something better, then do feel free to send me a link um, to whatever it is and we'll look it up. Uh, I also think that in this first show, it'd be good to find out like, how we're going to test the validity of what we actually find on the internet. So um, first off, we'll have a look at the scientific method in a minute, just to see what that is. So we're all on the same page regarding that. And then I think it'd be good to have a quick look at um, how you know what you're reading is actually true and how you know the website that you're actually working for Uh, working off of and getting your information off of is actually reliable because if it's not then there's no point because you're just going to be talking a load of crap basically if you believe everything that you read on the internet without knowing who's saying it then there's really really no point to well this or anything that we're doing because if you believe that it's going to be right then it will be uh, well, at least in your mind anyway yeah so first off let's have a look at the scientific method so like i said so google is the only thing that's really a uh, noun and a verb so we're going to we're going to google it basically oh it's come up with queen elizabeth there that's a depressing start isn't it Um, Yeah, I've tried to, so I've set up a different profile on this, so you don't see any of my dodgy search history or anything along those lines, so I'm hoping whenever I click on these bars or anything like that, nothing dodgy is going to come up, and I'm only going to use this profile for this. I'm not just saying that because I'm like a weird porn addict or anything along those lines. I do quite a bit of writing in my spare time as well, so you can imagine the kind of stuff that I'm Googling um, when it comes to, uh, researching for a book or a comic or something like that on murders and all that kind of shit so yeah it's a very weird google history on my personal one this is the uh, man versus reality one I need to try and make sure i remember that this is the one to load up every single time before it gets really embarrassing also there's a lot of passwords saved on my other one as well which i don't want to inadvertently show you and embarrassing emails that i saw when i was like 16 years old Ugh, gross right so uh scientific method um, yeah, you will notice that I am shit at spelling and I also suck at reading F-I-A. Scientific method There we go, so Wikipedia I always like I'm always a bit worried uh, Always worry a little bit about Wikipedia coming up So that's obviously going to be one of the first entries that ever comes up on everything I think that we search but The issue is why it's brilliant and why it sucks at the same time is that anybody can go on and change it i don't know how well it's moderated maybe that's something we can have a look at uh in a few minutes so this top one six steps of the scientific method include um all right so it's not the full thing there so let's click on this this is sciencebuddies.org and it's coming up with the six steps to the scientific method six steps to the scientific method include Asking questions about something you observe, so you make an observation. Do the background research to learn what is already known about the topic. So see if anybody else has done anything. Construct a hypothesis, right? Most people don't get past this stage. So what they do is they look at something and then they construct a hypothesis, then convince themselves in their head, this is right. Um, So yeah, a hypothesis is basically, this is what I think is happening with this thing. I'll see if I'm right. So, then step four is to go on experimenting and to test your hypothesis. Obviously, you try and prove what you've seen, what you think about what you've seen is right. Yeah, yeah. So you try and prove what you think about what you've seen is right by doing as much testing as possible. Um, step five is you analyse the data. Di- <sighs> Analyze the data from the experiment and draw the conclusions. So you look at all your results, compare them to one another because you'll be doing multiple tests to see if everything correlates and is good. And then communicating the results to others, which is the most important part, which is a lot of people really don't want to do that, which is what I said before, peer review. So I'm doing this. Uh, to you to recording it getting it out there and all those kind of things showing you on video what I'm doing step by step and talking you through on the podcast what I'm doing step by step so you can do exactly the same things and we can all end up on the same page so for me that is pretty much perfect it's like it's impartial, it doesn't lean one way or the other, it's just a step by step guide to finding out the answers to something that's happening which is what i want to do i want to step back and like whatever subject we choose to cover uh, week to week i want to do it impartially and find out what's actually true about the subject and what's actually going on with it oh dribbling it's a good start uh yeah find out what we're doing with a subject and what's actually going on with it rather than just my gut feeling because like i said I'm quite a hippie so I tend to go to the nice things about everything and try and give uh, people excuses for how they're behaving or what they're doing. Sometimes that's good, most of the time it is, I find it is anyway, makes me nice but uh, other people obviously think different things so sometimes neither of us is going to be right, sometimes one of us is and the others. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to copy that uh, and I'm going to Uh, something's going wrong on this, so I've got like a this loaded up on my other page Which is Microsoft Word obviously and something's going very wrong with it because absolutely nothing Is loading up or working with it so uh, Rubbish all Right, get rid of that It's gonna be a lot of this boring clicking silence that uh, you all are experiencing at the minute and all I can do is apologize because i uh, trying to work computers like a grandad, trying to do all this. What I wanted to do was uh, copy that mission statement of of the scientific method into, I don't know what I've just done there, into a Word document. So we've got it, and I can refer back to it. Oh. Yeah, of course that was going to happen. Right, so I'll just open up a new Word page here so I can. Right, so there we go. So all I've done there uh, on another screen, which you guys can't see, obviously, Uh, is I've copied that the six steps of the scientific method so uh, I know so I've got that to refer back to and so I can try and make every single podcast and video I do go through those six steps so I think that's fine so right right now we could do that for the rest of this show for everything I want to do because I I think that scientific method is basically going to be exactly the same wherever we read it it might as well Oh look, see now this one is gonna even posture seven steps to the scientific method. And this is indeed.com. Isn't that a job site? I don't uh yeah, yeah, find jobs. Da, da, da. The trouble is with this as well, which I don't I don't know the rules around me showing this publicly. Um because obviously these are websites that everybody can reach and I don't think I'm doing anything dodgy by videoing these websites and showing you the information that's on them. Um and obviously I'm gonna credit the website. You can see what it is at the top of the screen there and I'm obviously I'm gonna read the name out so you can hear it on the podcast. I don't know whether I'm gonna get sued or it's gonna get taken down for like a breach on um YouTube or whatever because 'Cause they're really keen on that, aren't they? It's really, really good and crap at the same time. Like If I wanted to share an advert with you and talk about an advert of something, which is why I want to stay away from doing videos, which, like I say, is what's going to shoot me in the foot with the fact that I can barely read. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So this one basically. So anyway, back to what I was talking about from Indeed.com. This one's got seven steps to the scientific method, and this one goes a little bit more in depth. Uh, with the descriptions I think that other site that I was on as well uh, went a bit more in depth with the descriptions but I didn't get that far down so number one is ask a question number two is perform research establish your hypothesis number three number four test the hypothesis uh, by conducting an experiment Um make an observation so that's basically getting the results of your experiments I imagine analyze the results and draw a conclusion and then present your findings to other people. So it's exactly the same. They've only put make an observation in there, which is like, if that's twice that make an observation. So you start by making an observation and then you do tests and then make an observation. So, yeah, we'll just stick with the six, I think. I'm quite happy with those. It's exactly the same thing that's going on. But, you know, it's always good to check a couple of different places, I think. Yeah. Okay. So let's. Um, so why don't we follow this scientific method that we've just found for the rest of this show? So, like I said, what I wanted to do with the rest of this first show was try to find um, how we can find stuff that's real on the internet. Because there's so much stuff, especially if you're um, uh, on Facebook and social media a lot of the time. People just share everything that they like people call it like a what is it Uh, like a a resonating chamber so basically you fall into uh whatever you like and then because of the algorithm on those websites just wants you to stay there as much as possible all it does is throw in stuff that you're going to like at you so you're just going to get the exact same opinion from however many people that you follow and talk about also all your targeted advertising is going to be the same Targeted advertising on this is going to be all over the place because of all the different things that I'm going to be uh, googling and stuff. So, yeah, that should be interesting. I don't know if that's going to translate over to my personal, um, my personal pages on the, uh, on all the social medias. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, like I say, you end up in like quite a resonating chamber, um and the trouble is that makes you like vindicated doesn't it it kind of like um, it makes you think that you're right all the time basically because all you can see is other people agreeing with you which kind of sucks which makes it really really hard when someone comes along and proves you wrong um, which is basically what I'm trying to do which is probably why I'm going to get a lot of hate if anybody does watch or listen to this but we shall see um, at least with me you can go through and do exactly the same thing and um, I'll be interested to see if I do a few shows of this, if it changes in any way and I change what I'm doing and when I'm doing it and how I'm doing it to, either make it, well, to hopefully make it better. That's what, uh, what it is. Anyway, so back to what we were doing. So step one, ask a question about something you observe. Okay, so the question for this for me is um, I'm on the internet. How do I know whether a website is telling me the truth or not? Um so there's the observation. Do some background research. Construct a hypothesis. There's so two and three. So that's going to be an interesting one to do to this because I think it's basically going to be all background research <laughs> for this because hoping that someone's done it. So uh, do some background research it is Googling. That's how so everybody does research nowadays, isn't it? So let's have a look at um, how to tell... If a website is trustworthy, do we think? Is legit? There we go. There's a few. uh... (laughs) So the first ones that come up on the drop-down menu from Google is how to tell if a website is legit, um, is safe, is fake, is WordPress, is secure, is genuine, down, is Spotify, is trustworthy. I think we should go with trustworthy let's just have a go at that so googling now how to trail if a website is trustworthy or legit so the first one that's come up is a banking app right so uh that's the first one is 11 ways to check if a website is legit or trying to scam you so we're not really looking for that are we? so it we don't want we're not looking for money scams or anything along those lines Easy ways to find if a website is legitimate. Um, That's from WikiHow. How to check if a website is legit. Is malicious or safe? Ah, here we go. So, that sounds like a good one. This is from ThoughtCo.com. Eight ways to tell if a website is reliable. Oh, God, all the cookies. Just do that. Give me whatever you're selling. I don't even care. Right, so here we go. This is thought. This is thoughtco.com. Don't we're on now with and an article that's eight ways to determine if a website is reliable. So I hope these guys are reliable because I'm going to use their shit on their website to see if it is. Look for established. So number one is look for established institutions. Number two, look for sites with expertise. Three, uh, clear. Stay clear of commercial sites, right? So that's going to be people selling you. Uh, beware of bias, obviously, which is what we're trying to avoid. Uh, check the date. Consider consider the site's look. Hmm. Avoid anonymous authors. Check the links. Okay, that's cool, right? So we'll go through these in a bit of a uh, bit of detail now. So um, checking the credibility of a website. No, 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 no. So, first, look for established institutions. Uh, The internet is full of websites that were started five minutes ago. A site associated. What you want are sites that are associated with trusted institutions that have been around for a while and have a proven track record of reliability and integrity. Such sites may include those run by government agencies and non-profits. Okay, so how do we find out if this is run by a government agency or a non-profit. So if I go to About Us, open that in a new tab. do 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 Get to know us. .com, Premier Reference Sites, 20 years. There we go, you see? So it's been established for quite a while. So this is... It's going to be a bit of a pain in the ass, isn't it, you see? So this is something that nobody will do off the back of their, well, off their own back, will they? Um, but it's going to be something that I'm going to have to check if I, whatever website that I go to. Hopefully, if I do this for a while, um, it's going to be uh, quite easy because I imagine some of the major websites will be able to use again and again and again to find trusted information on a variety of topics, whatever we choose to have a look at. But if I'm going to say to you that something is true or real, then I'm gonna to have to go through this kind of shit for nearly every single website that we go on, which is probably gonna be very boring to you guys. Um but I don't really wanna leave anything out. Um I wanna make sure that we are actually telling the truth and it's coming from trusted sources. So like I say, I'm doing this so you guys don't have to. No one's gonna do this in their day to day life, are they? They're just gonna have a look at a website, have a look at whether they Agree with the article or not is, is going to come onto it quite a bit, I imagine, rather than anything else. Um, but yeah, so like I say, it's this is the only way to be sure, isn't it? And if it takes time, then it takes time, which is uh quite a pain in the ass. Okay, so Thought.go is a premier we- reference website with a 20 plus year focus on expert credited education content. We are proud to be one of the top 10 information sites as measured by. ComScore, right? So ComScore, that could be something we can have a look at in a few minutes. So we'll Google that next, and we shall see what ComScore is. Because if that has a, um because that'll be very useful to us if we're looking for trustworthy websites, and ComScore is a website that does trustworthy websites, then. Hopefully they'll have more information along the lines of what we're looking for now and hopefully they'll have a big-ass list of trustworthy websites that we can use week in, week out, which will save us a hell of a lot of time going through all this shit on every single uh, every single different podcast that we do. Okay, so uh, in 2018, ThoughtCo received a Communicator Award in the General Education category at the Davy Awards in the Educational category. I mean, someone really needs to proofread that a little bit. Because it's like in the general education category. Oh, and a Davy Award. No, I see. It's more, more like <laughs> more evidence of me not being able to communicate very well. So if you could actually read that sentence, it says received a communicator award in the general education category and a Davy Award in the education category. Two different awards. Me just being a dick and shouting at this poor website for absolutely nothing. Cool um at thought.co we believe a great inspiration begins with a question we helped 13 million users answer theirs every month holy shit there's some traffic going through this website <clears throat> uh whether yours is about science maths, humanities or religion architecture or the arts uh, in-depth articles written by phds experts da, 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 da. okay so yeah so seems quite a trustworthy website there's gotta be other things that you can look at though. So then after that it goes on to talk about their writers and they're basically a lot of PhDs and other very highly educated people who are doing that. So we can get rid of that right now. So there we go. So that's number one says, Is it an established institution? Yeah, this website's been around for like twenty years, so we can so we can pretty much say that this is an established institution um look for sites with expertise you wouldn't go to a mechanic if you had a broken leg Uh, yeah damn right Uh, ironically here is a mechanic talking to you about things that um he definitely isn't qualified to talk to you about i don't have any like phds in looking stuff up or interneting, if that even is a thing um but yeah, that's kind of the point, kind of why I wanted to do it and kind of why I think someone like me should do it. Just a normal guy sat here chatting to you about things. Just going to uh, put some light on. Yeah, like I say, just wanted to be a normal guy sat here chatting to you about things. Because um, I think if someone who is like massively intelligent and massively overqualified starts preaching to you about what you should be doing, it's really, really easy to ignore. But if somebody on your level does it, I think that's 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 it. a big deal. And obviously, I'm showing you what I'm doing. I'm just sat at home with a laptop uh, on a big screen reading shit that I've Googled. <laughs> Everybody could do that. <laughs> Which, again, is the point of why I'm doing this. Um, to, to, to you, and you want to go to a hospital to have your car repaired. The obvious point looks for websites that specialise in the kind of information you're seeking. Okay, so this is thought.co. This seems to specialise in a lot of different things. Uh, One of the first things we've got on the header there is science, math, uh, social sciences, computer sciences, animals and nature. So I suppose this comes under computer science so that's another big tick for this website. Uh, Beware of bias. Is number four. Reporters write a lot about politics. There are plenty of political websites out there but many of them are run by groups with bias in favor of a political party or philosophy. This is exactly why I was telling you what I believe in to try and avoid this kind of shit. So I imagine it's going to be pretty easy to spot that on any of the websites that we go to. Um, I think bias is a really easy thing to spot in general, right? Uh, unless it's you doing it and then you think everyone thinks the same of you as you. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's the thing that I'm keenest to avoid while we're going to be looking stuff up. Uh, yeah, so check the date You need the most up-to-date information available, right? So does this article have a published date on it? Cite this article Da-da-da-da. Get the images see not helpful. Okay, so it doesn't tell you when this article. Oh, of course it does So we've actually got uh Tony Rogers. Hey, that's cool. So if you float across it there then it gives you uh, a lot of information about Tony Rogers, who is the author of this article. He's got an MS in journalism and a BA in journalism from two very big universities um, in the States. And he's a journalism expert, which is why, which is who you'd expect to be writing something like this, isn't it? Because obviously he's going to have to go through a lot of um, information websites and check it for their reliability and all this kind of thing uh, for his job. Because you might get sued otherwise. Which uh will always be fun. There's also a date on the article. Now this is a pretty old one. What are we now? September twenty twenty two. Um this is oh four nineteen. Uh fourth of December. Let's see you again. In my defence, that's Americans writing their dates the weird way around, Even though they have written December as in letters rather than just numbers, but yeah. Doesn't make any sense to anybody else, but Americans. Um, yeah, so this is December 4th, 2019. So it's quite an old one, but I don't see this kind of thing going out of date. You're always going to be wanting to um, look up the same thing. Oh, stay clear of commercial sites. I missed out step three. Uh Yeah, sorry. So like I was saying, this kind of thing isn't really going to go out of date, this information that we're looking up. It's not like um, you're going to get new ways to check if a website's reliable or not. Yeah, by anyway. Yeah, so stay clear of commercial sites. This is obviously a sites that uh run uh, yeah. Says it there, right on that top line. Sites run by companies or businesses because all they're gonna do is try and get you their product and make their product look the best that they can, even if it's got nothing to do with what they're writing articles off, they will always try and work it in there uh all the time. This is always a good sign as well, I think, that uh it's got links. To different things that it's talking about. It's got the hyperlinks that you can click on and it uh, opens up a new tab and goes to an article. Avoid common mistakes in being a reporter. Obviously, they're going to direct you to the same website because all of these ads down the side here make them money. And the more people that click on more different pages on their website, the more money they're going to make, more advertising, blur, blah, blur, blur, blur. Uh, but yeah, no one works for free, do they? So we can't really do that but this is really important for citing your sources i think people who rather like i always get a bit worried when i'm reading an article and it's got none of these hyperlinks in when it says uh such and such from such and such a place went through such and such a thing and it's like well prove it give a link to where that is or like give a link to who they are or Show us a video of them doing such and such a thing that you're claiming happened. That's always a real big red flag for me when the articles don't have the hyperlinks in to jump through to reference material about what they're talking about when they're talking about it. So, yeah. So, again, another good sign for this website. I think we'll be alright. I don't think you'd go through writing an article like this on a website which is written in an unbiased way if you weren't an unbiased person. So yeah but we shall see uh right cool so uh check the date just on that consider the site's look if the site is poorly designed or amateurish 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 there we go uh chances are it was created by amateurs this site is pretty bog standard it looks quite simple it's definitely been done by a web designer because ease of use is there um but yeah, I mean, anybody could do this website, but it doesn't look amateurish. It's just nice, simple, laid out, and does exactly what it needs to do. That this website doesn't do anymore, so I'm pretty sure there's no amateurs who've done this. When we were re- when we were reading the about us section as well, it listed all the PhDs, and they've got a section on computer science. So yeah, I think they'll be all right with uh, with the website designers. Um avoid anonymous authors we've just seen the name of the author and on top of that it's got a little hyperlink on his name that gives you all the information about the author so that's nice um yeah if it doesn't say who's writing it or who's giving you the information then it's probably just some guy making it up pretending that they know what they're doing kind of like what i'm doing now but i own up to it yeah so uh, uh check the links reputable websites often link to each other uh, you can find out which other websites link to the sites link to the site you're researching by conducting a link-specific Google search. Hmm, that's interesting. Enter the following text into the Google search field, replacing website with the domain of the site that you're searching. DDP. Website. So if we do thought com in Google so if I copy that so basically what this should do is paste that into there so it's link dash HTTP dash slash slash WWW dot and then we're gonna go ThoughtCo. T-A-T-T-C-O ThoughtCo.com Let's see what this does. Link thoughtco.com site information. Let's see what it says it's supposed to do. The search resource will show you which websites link to the one you're researching. If lots of websites are linking to your site and those sites seem reputable, this is a good site. So it's basically people who have quoted the article. So basically, all these that have come up on this Google search with the uh, with the link command before the name, before the full website address, are all people who've done what I'm doing. Basically, all people who have mentioned ThoughtCo articles in different things. So just check out ThoughtCo reviews. Check if it's a uh, scam or legit. recommending cookies, me, me, me. So this is scamadvisor.com. Oh my god, fuck
1: uh,
0: yeah. So this is giving out trust scores for websites. So they've gone through uh thoughtcode.com and they've put a link in there, and this is a review of whether this website is safe or a scam, and it's been given a hundred percent trust score on this website. And then it's throwing us up a load of advertisements. Is average good and why? Trustco for Thoughtco is average to good, and it gives you it gives us a list of positives, positive highlights, and negative highlights. Oh, okay. So negative highlights of this website. So this is the kind of thing that I was expecting to find on like the um, about you page. Negative highlights: the identity of the owner of the website is hidden on who is so we we can't find out who owns that website which could indicate bias but the thing is the way that the website and the articles are laid out makes me think that it isn't because obviously they're citing their sources and everything look at another article in a minute to see if they're doing that with everything that they do the reviews are either very positive or very negative is another negative highlight on this scam advisor website for thoughtco.com um and it's like, okay, so they're one way or the other, and they don't dilly about in the middle. Could show bias, I suppose, but things are very, very rarely average. <laughs> Once you go through and like break everything down and have a look at whatever it is you're doing for whatever reason it is, then yeah, you are going to go one way or the other. Yeah, so that's quite an interesting website, that's Scam Advisor. Try and remember that for a little bit later on. Let's go back to this Google search. Yeah, so that's just a bunch of other sites that I've uh, quoted or linked to the ThoughtCo.com website. So that's quite an interesting way to use Google. So let's just, if we go to ThoughtCo home now and uh, just have a click on one of their articles. Top 10 facts about frogs. Okay, so this is, um, so now we can see how they lay out one of their other articles, which isn't about what we've been looking for. So here we go, the most familiar group of amphibians before it gets into it in the introduction. So there, again, we've got Laura Klappenbach, who is an ecology expert. I keep going down to try and click on that. Um, it tells you her qualifications on another hyperlink for this website. Uh, February 22nd, 2019, this was done. In the first line, there is a hyperlink on amphibians. So if I open that in a new tab goes to 10 facts about amphibians. So all these guys are really doing here is linking back to themselves. So let's go on another article about 10 facts about amphibians and see where they link to. Predators of the Paleozoic Era, which is another Thorco article. So they're basically just linking to themselves all the time, which is kind of... Again, it's kind of a bit of a red flag for me, that is. I mean, I get that these guys know their shit, And I get that this this wants to be an all-in-one contained um, educational website, but I'd rather some outside exterior links to find out where they've been getting their information from. Like if they've let's click on another one that says life cycles, open link in new tab. Life cycle of the frog. So there, it's just spun back to another ThoughtCo article. So they're not linking to any other websites or any other. fonts of knowledge or research material that'd be good for us. So it's obviously that they've just been going off what they've learned and written articles, but they're not telling us where they've learned it and how they've learned it, which is always quite good. Um for me to see. So it's like it's like what I love and hate about Wikipedia, what we were saying before, um there's always links. They always cite their sources at the end of an article. A good article does anyway. Um but they don't. They've just been citing to themselves, which is a little bit dodgy. But overall, it's quite a trustworthy website, seems to be. So let's have a look at that com score that they brought up. That they got their award from. So there we go. There's that top one there, comms score. Oh my god! All these ad ones as well. So I'm trying to go, gonna try and, avo- and avoid any of these because obviously you can put your ads up on Google and it makes your website come up first, and it's always going to be a thing for what you're doing. Thankfully now, because of like legal ramifications, they've got "oh I've ad" before it, but I've just put in ComScore right, which is a specific website and media company that I was googling, and ComScore has come up on Google as hit number one, two, three, four. Five is comscore.com. All the other ones are rivals to what comscore are doing, um, but they've paid for ads. It'd be interesting to see if you Google one of the other ones, if comscore comes up or not, but uh, God knows. Right, so... comscore, let's see. Comscore is a trusted currency for planning, transacting, and no, this is definitely not... What we were looking for, uh because this looks like it's a money website, so no definitely not what we were after there uh not for trusted currency. what is ComScore used for ComScore in digital marketing planning now you see none of this is what we're looking for, so I'm not too sure ComScore in digital marketing. What kind of companies? What does ComScore index mean? Right here we go. This might be ComScore ranking system is an aggregate list of their audience measurements. So ComScore here uh, looks like it's TV ratings, basically, which I don't think is good. So yeah. Anyway, let's let's get off that. So let's go back to trying to find out if websites are trustworthy or not. So um most trustworthy media in the world. Now that's quite interesting because that means it's other sources other than just on the web. So do we go for all sources of media or down here is most translated. Nope. Yeah let's click on that one then. Most trusted media in the world. US news industry is ranked. <laughs> Ranks bottom in Global Media Trust Survey. Oh, that's bad. Right, here we go. So, this is makeuseof.com. And this article is the 12 best news sites you can trust for credible stories. Fake news is a big issue right now. News companies are pocketing mega billions could do with some mega billions of my own to be honest but let's go uh, media bias inaccurate reporting sensationalism it's on everybody's mind right now oh yeah, yeah my I my computer's about to go into limp mode so i better get this frigger plugged in this may take me a sec let's just pause the recording right now Okay, sorry about that, and we're back. I don't think you'd have noticed the break there, but uh, everything went a little bit dim for me. I thought I was going blind or having some kind of stroke, but it turns out that my battery had just gone into uh, crap mode and everything had turned itself down. Yeah, so we're back. So uh, we're looking at, yeah, makeuseof.com and the 12 best sites you can trust for a credible story. Uh, What do we mean when we say trustworthy? Okay, let's be candid here. This is going to be a very controversial article. (laughs) No matter which news sites we suggest. Some people uh, will disagree with the ones that we choose. Others will be offended that we didn't include their favourite media outlets. Unfortunately, there is no objective metric of trustworthiness. Great. Literally what we're trying to find out, and these guys are saying that there is no way to measure what we found out. Uh, most of the sites you'll see listed made their way onto the list because they've developed a solid reputation for unbiased news, not politically motivated reporting. Okay, that so that sounds good. A note about all sides. Don't know what that is. Um, yeah, anyway, so let's crack on. So, number one is Associated Press News. If you read a lot of news, you'll see that AP is credited all over the place. It often reports the stories first. And the outlets pick up on those stories. Uh, I'm running through our own readers. AP is a non-profit and has no corporate sponsorship, so I imagine that is very important for all the stuff that we're trying to do. Uh, The crowdsourced bias ratings at all sides is centre. So, generally doesn't favor the left or the right. Right, so it reports everything unbiasedly, which is what you want. Exactly right. Oh, damn. You see, now this is interesting. Let's have a look at the date of this article. We've forgot already the shit that that other website told us to do for checking out websites. So, this is May 20th, 2021. So, there's Dan Pierce, and we've got a link to uh, Dan Pierce, the guy who wrote the article, here. So, he's got his own little bio there, and then a bunch of other articles that he's written. So, yeah, so on the trustworthiness that got told to us by the previous uh, article, we're definitely good, but it does discount some things that were said in the news from the BBC uh, about this. And they've they've just gone on record of saying that they kind of promoted pro-Brexit stances more than everything else and all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's quite easy. But then again, so the BBC tends to get slagged up by the left and the right. So people on the left think it's very, very Tory-centric and very, very uh, supporting of the Tories, and the Tories hate it because it. And they're always trying to close it down um, because they don't think it's supporting them enough. So that's a quite interesting one for the BBC and the fact that it's second is uh, quite interesting, Uh, C-SPAN is third, just going to whiz through these now the Bureau of Investigative Journalism see now none of this stuff is really pertaining to what we want to be doing because we want to know whether a a website article that we read is going to be accurate or not and how we find out whether they're telling us the truth so I think the search that I've just done there has been pretty useless for us So these are all media companies so uh, most trusted websites in the world so let's change the to most trusted website in the world so first off it's gone to top 100 websites that's not what we want is it because that doesn't mean they're trusted or not it just means more people are going to them top one's google funnily enough Jesus Christ! Facebook's number three—that's insane. Monthly visits in the billions. Jesus! So Google is top. So these are the top ten websites, like um, as regards to traffic that they get on a monthly basis. So Google's top for 60 billion visits a month. Holy shit! 60.49 as well. So it's like nearly 60 and a half billion. Uh, YouTube is second still with 24 billion facebook is third with just under 20 billion and i have no idea what com is but that's got like nearly 10 billion that's a big old drop from facebook isn't it where's the rest of the sites like twitter and stuff right so anyway not what we're doing getting uh sidetracked so 500 most popular websites see again that's not what uh we want to find 50 most visited websites List of visited websites, top computer security websites, most popular internet sites. None of this is what we knew. Most popular websites for news in the world. You see, now this is no good to us either because we still don't know. Um. Yeah, we still don't know whether or not that that makes them trustworthy. Just because people are looking at them, it doesn't mean that they're right. I imagine like quite a few news companies on that list would be. Very much biased to um, uh, to whatever gender that they're doing. So, uh, what did we just do then? That was most trusted websites in the world. Uh, if we just do trust websites. Right, so there's trustworthy websites, and then there's a trustworthy website check. Let's do that one. See, again, all it's doing is trying to find out whether it's going to scam us or not, and that's what we don't want to do. We don't care if it's trying to scam us or not. You don't care, anyway. It's my computer that's going to get a virus, not yours. You ain't really bothered. Uh, Money.co, if you can find out. So it's all about getting scammed out of money more than anything else. How to spot a fake fraudulent scam website. Three easy ways to check out for websites. Scamadvisor.com Right, so... So what do we want to do? We're researching, aren't we, basically? Or we're doing what people at home who aren't scientists say is research. So, trustworthy website for research, I'm pretty sure that came up in the last, there we go, so it did, yeah. Fourth one down, trustworthy websites for research. 15 scholarly search engines every student should bookmark. Oh, the first one's Google, so it turns out that if you Google a trustworthy website, Google is the top one that you Google. List of reliable websites for research. You see, this again. This isn't really um, ultimate student's guide. So this is gonna be more science based and stuff like that. And I think more of the things that I'm going to be talking about on this website are more news, news based. So if we change research to news, alright. So here we go. 10 journalism bans. Unbiased news. US news outlets. List of fake news websites on Wikipedia. (laughs) See, again, that's going to be a matter of opinion, isn't it? 50 online. List of fake news websites. 10 most unbiased news sources 2022. Let's have a look at that. Connection is secure. So this is pure purevpn.com 10 most unbiased news sources in 2022. Oh, and there we go. So it's just give us basically a big list. It's pretty much the same list that we found on that website. So the first one is Associated Press, and then uh, these Rutter's, then NPR, and then BBC News, and then PBS NewsHour, CBS News, The Guardian, um, The Telegraph. Hmm, that's quite an interesting one because that is very, very heavily right-wing biased. Uh, CNN and then NBC News. So that's what he's saying for most of the news outset. Out, but I, mean, I wonder if. So again, let's just do a quick check of what they told us to do. So it's saying buy Pure VPN. So it's not got um, an actual name of anybody who. Uh, wrote this article it is saying it was from July 2022, so at least it's dated. Um, Pure VPN browser extension. See, they're trying to uh, do us. So, let's see. The first hyperlink that we come to is for Associated Press. So, if I do that, it takes you to the Associated Press website, which is good, which is quite an interesting. Uh... So, basically, they've uh, done a link to every single website that they've done for all this. I wonder if we change trustworthy websites for news, I wonder if we change news to information. That that comes up with anything different. Credible sources 101, 60 reliable websites for students. What are credible sources? Most reliable and credible sources for students? websites what are credible sources that could be an interesting one for us to have a quick look at so this is paperline.com and the article is credible sources what are they and how do you identify them research papers books and articles that are written by well-respected authors so again is this is giving us a list again of what we should be looking for while we're doing our research Um, so what was it that the first website said? We'll look for a date. Um, look for who wrote it. And all that thing, which isn't on this. Uh, which isn't on this article. It gives you like a lot of click-through and stuff. But, yeah, so we'll see. So let's see what these guys have got to say. So uh, the sources are up to date. Yeah, we already know that. Research papers, books, and articles are written by well-respected authors. <clears throat> so, yeah, basically check who's writing the stories. Um, Check that you find at your university's library. Hmm. We're not in university, so I'm not really good for us. Uh, sources from online scholarly databases. And it's given us a list of scholarly databases there. Um, government websites. Website that ends with .gov.edu.ac are generally considered as credible sources. Examples of reliable websites are as follows on a list of reliable websites. So yeah, so that'll be government websites, educational websites, and AC. I wonder what AC is. We'll uh, have a look at that in a minute. Um, have a quick Google of what is .ac. alternating current it's not alternating current what is .ac a domain name second level domain for academic institutions right so when you see .ac it's if a website is followed by .ac it's an academic institution um I wonder if it stands for, like, academically credited or something along those lines. That makes sense, wouldn't it? Right, so, yeah. So, basically, it's a government website, education website, education website, which, again, goes back to what that first website was saying. Most of the time, they are uh, trusted sources of information. Sources from, sources from social networks, blogs, and sites like YouTube or Venmo. With these sources, it really depends on if they are credible or not. That's so what we're trying to find out. We just fucking asked you that. Why are you telling us to do that? <laughs> they may or may not be highly biased, insufficient, re- insufficiently researched or not well written. Well Yeah, exactly. That's what we're trying to find out how to find out. Uh, these sources uh, should be checked thoroughly before being used in any academic paper. So again, what I was saying before about people citing their sources um, is very important to us and finding out what we want to do. So I'm imagining that most of it will be on a websites. Um how to and stuff like that. Um on uh, getting to know us and all that kind of thing. I was just uh, noticing here about the little descriptors that they've got underneath. Some of the uh some of the websites that they've got, I imagine that they've got to put that in and choose whether it comes up. So this one for Scriber.com has got a little thing underneath that just comes up on Google, which is social sciences and humanities. So that's obviously what's going to be on that website. And then obviously with the rest above the actual Google link, it, it gives you some other information, which is basically the, the address and how you navigate navigate through the website to find out what that is. Uh, oh look and there's another one under there how to uh you visited this page uh today 10th or 9th 22 because that's when i'm recording this um yeah so how to tell if a website is reliable i like i think we've kind of found out like a few good things to check um that we can do quite quickly um i'd like to see a few other bits and bobs about how to check um A website's credibility should we have a quick google of that and um, see if it comes up with anything different websites how to check a website's credibility test across browsers and devices there see one two three four ads have come up there straight away now this one um Let's have a look at this. How to tell if a website is credible. So this is easybid.com. Already I'm a little bit... uh, Something called easybid.com. Sounds a bit dodge. Let's see if it's got some of the things that the guys um, at the website that we checked first off were doing. So go down to the bottom. So it doesn't seem to have... Right, so this doesn't really seem to have any kind of... Um, it's a Google Classroom. It seems to be an anonymous author that has written this, and it doesn't seem to be a date that is composed, but is kind of just telling us stuff to check. So let's have a look at this article. Overview, you, you will, you will learn how to assess. So basically, this looks like it's set out as a step-by-step guide to how you're going to do what we're talking about right now. Which is quite good so this is quite a nice one so this is easybid.com like i say and the article is how to tell if a website is credible literally the words we just googled so that's good overview you will learn how to access the credibility of sources this is quite cool um credible sources make sure that your reading comes from a credible source well that's what we're trying to do dude that's why we're here literally why we're here Uh, yeah, why should you use a credible source? We already know that, because if it's non-credible, it could just be any kind of bullshit that people are trying to force on you with whatever gender they're trying to do. Is it credible? Question mark. You see, that? this is what we're trying to figure out. So, to figure out if a source is credible, you can ask a few simple questions about the text, where it came from. If you have trouble finding out the, the answers to these questions, it may be a sign that your source is incredible. So, like I was talking about before, People are hyperlinking to the same website and stuff. I'd prefer if they were hyperlinking to another one saying this is where we found this information, which is obviously what I'm trying to do when I'm telling you all of this kind of stuff. Um Yeah. So uh, there we go. If you're having trouble finding answers to these questions, it might be signs. You can ask, who is the author of the source? Now this article here doesn't have an author. <laughs> Where was it published? We know where this article was published because it was on this website. Uh, What information does the source include and what does it look like? Um, Yeah, when was the source published or updated? Again, looking for dates. So it's, it's, again, it's all pretty much going back to the same thing. So we've actually checked our work. We basically peer-reviewed ourselves during this first one and repeated ourselves about three times with the steps that we're going to take in future uh, recordings to make sure that we're actually looking at something that's credible and saying what's true. Um, Who is the author of the source? Okay, so uh, this is one of the most important questions to ask when accessing credibility. When you're looking at the author of the source, you should make sure there's someone who's an expert in the topic, which was really good. So that website that we were looking at before, that had a hyperlink with all the author's information. It was easily accessible. And a couple of the other websites that we've done had a, a link to a bio and to the other um, information that we've done. So that's uh, and all of the other information about the author. So that's always a good sign. Um, are they respected in their field? Do they have degrees in their topics? So basically, are they an expert in their field? Literally what he just said, repeating it. Uh, where was it published so was it published by a well-respected organization yeah again Da-da-da. so this is all information that we've been on before so we'll just fly through it as quick as possible uh, what information does the source include as a critical reader you need to al- uh, evaluate the actual information in the source if the source doesn't make sense does it include enough information or there are spelling errors then it might be a non-credited source when was the source created? So that's checking the dates. Why was it created? Now that's a good one that we haven't seen before. So like this article, for example, was created to try and help people find out how to check the credibility of websites. So we know why it was created. But if someone was biased, they might be creating an article to try and lead you down a certain path. Um, so evaluating source credibility example okay cool so they've done a quick example on what we should be looking for we often research to find information about making healthy choices but how do we know that the information we're reading comes from experts one topic that people are concerned about are gmos or genetically modified food this is good i'm actually gonna do a show on gmos because i'm really interested in this um as a topic so this is an example of them doing what we're going to be doing in the future um, Cool. We're not really sure what effects these foods have on us. Let's check out the website factsaboutgmos.org to see if this is a credible source of information. And they put a hyperlink into factsaboutgmos.org. So we'll open that, but we won't click on it yet. Then they put, as you skim the website, ask yourself the following questions to see if the source is credible. So we can do this test that they've laid out for us on this website that they've given an example for. So um, who is the author of the source. Where was the source published? What information does the source include? And what does the source look like? When was it published and updated? And who was the author of the source? Right, so this has sent us to a completely different fucking website. So they've <laughs> obviously tried to uh Oh god, so this has been hijacked by somebody doing some marketing whether it's on that website that we've just been on or not it's just sent us to a completely different website i'm not even going to give them a shout out don't ever go on that website if that's you we'll try and load this up again right so no it's just giving us a spam website so that's utter bollocks it's basically telling us anyway how to god that's pissed me off i imagine that's going to be happening a lot um, yeah, so that's basically telling us what questions we should be looking at when we're reading our articles. We've been through that about four times. Anyway, who are the authors and the publisher? So again, check what website it's on. Do they have a, an agenda or not? Uh, what information does the source include? Um, there are a lot of links. There, see, this is exactly what I was complaining about before. Um, there are a lot of links to studies and other sources on this website this is a good sign. See, so they're citing different places where they've got their informations from, um, which is always good. So it's like saying, this guy did this at such and such a time. Here's proof that this guy did this at such and such a time, which is what we're going to be more interested in than anything else. Uh, when was this source created? God, this website like just repeats itself about four times. Why was this source created? Literally just done it all the time. So they're going through their example, basically, on a website that they've given us a link for that doesn't fucking work. So it's no good for us to be able to follow their thing because it's been hijacked by somebody who's put an ad in there instead, which is a little bit naughty, which... So, anyway. Yeah, so... uh, uh, And it's incredible. Yeah, so... Whatever. Okay, so... Here is the website them commenting on the website that we've put it through which is about gmo foods at first glance this site looks like it was created to present people with facts about gmos however remember that the people behind it want you to buy gmo food so obviously there's going to be a bias there two and number two only one point of view is represented okay so that's not that make-believe website doesn't give two different points of view, which is kind of like a weird thing. So the reason that I picked up on um, the BBC before is because they've got a very interesting view of what impartiality is. The BBC view impartiality as I'm going to hear both sides of the argument and then I'm going to give them both equal weight. That's not what impartiality is. Impartiality is hearing both sides of the argument and then saying one side is right and one side is wrong. The BBC... Uh, Um, a UK source uh, of information and entertainment which is funded by taxpayer money so basically it's funded by the people um, in the UK so they should be on the people's side so if somebody comes from one side of the argument saying one thing one side of the argument saying another thing they should be straight down the centre listen to both arguments equally but then say actually the facts support your argument the facts don't support your argument that's what impartiality is impartiality is making a judgment based on art on on information that's presented to you judges are the most impartial people in the world because they go after judge based on impartiality and their job is to judge things and to come up with who's right and who's wrong they're literally called a judge that's what the bbc should be doing and they don't really do that um but anyway rant over like i said so only one point of view is represented but if that point of view is backed up by nothing but facts and the other point of view is just lies then that's okay right surely it is um provided like i say provided you can present all of the facts impartially in order to back up your one point of view i think it's okay that if you you do um if you do present just one point of view um These facts lead you to believe that this website was created to persuade. So they're saying that this website that they've looked at, that they've done their tests on, was created in order to persuade you to go and buy GMO foods and they've not given any um, other alternative. So they recommend that you double check the information with a less biased source. Which is what we're going to try and do with pretty much everything that we've got here uh identify incredible websites da, da, da. so basically I, I imagine all of these things are going to be through the same same processes that we have done like three or four times so i think that gives us a good base to be getting on with um we know how to check well so let's look well, let's go back to the scientific method all right where we were up to so the question was um how do we find out who's telling the truth on the internet or not i think we've answered that quite comprehensively um check what the website is about whether they've got uh, any biases or whether they're coming from an impartial standpoint uh check who's written the article whether they're going from any biases or um any kind of one-sided standpoint check what date it was written so you've got the most up to date information um and then check that they've cited their sources that's always going to be a big thing for me if anybody's writing something and then not said where they've got the information from that's always going to be a red flag for me and i'm going to try and ignore that kind of thing as much as possible Um so yeah i think we've pretty much done what we've set out to do that would be the conclusion that's drawn from the information that we've seen and we've gone over it about three or four times different sources different websites to check our work so we've kind of peer-reviewed ourselves like i said before um yeah i hope that wasn't too boring for you but i think we've done quite a good thing in setting out a benchmark to try and find how we're actually going to find the truth over what subjects we're going to cover um thanks for listening if you still are um there's going to be uh, plenty of other topics that we're going to cover over the next coming weeks i've got a nice big list written down that we're going to do it and i'm going to try and do them all the same way all the same layout with that scientific method that we laid out in the first bit and i'm going to try and be as impartial as possible and um, you can find us on youtube on uh we're going to be on facebook on twitter um the, uh, this is going to be available as a podcast on wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm going to try and do it in as many places as possible. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and hopefully you're interested enough to come back and see what we talk about next time. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Thanks a lot, and I'll uh, speak to you again soon.